Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Uncle Strip. Beanie brought to you by Shoe Palace. And we got my boy Xavier in the house. What's up, Xavier? My boy came to town. Uh, we were watching the draft and uh, we get ready. Big day tomorrow. We got Max Bench tomorrow. So we're going to go crazy on the Max Bench. And then we're just going to catch up and just talk. But before we get started, we got to do what's on the feet. <laughs> what's on the feet what's on the feet so my, he, he had to bring he brought the shoes for sure go ahead you know, I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go take the shoe off man, yeah, go take the camera, man. i got one man this was my first pair of ones what's your first pair of first pair of ones man i first, i wanted something uh high school they had the the green and white mids i thought those were cool but yeah man I'm not waiting in line to get them. Oh, yeah, no, no. So, you know, fast forward now, 2022. I was like, all right, bet. I got these handcrafts, handcrafted yeah, uh, crafts. Get them, get them a close oh, up. Yeah. Get them up there. Those are handcrafted. Yeah. 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 I, I was going to get those, but I did. I'll probably backtrack and get them. So, I got on my guava ice. Uh, you're on guava ice. Y'all not going to be able to tell. Oh, you can kind of tell. They're like a, they're pink, but they're like a, I guess an off pink or like almost like a salmon pink, sort of. But yeah, we're rocking the guava ices. But what you been up to, man? Man, lifting, working, you know. I, I started watching One Piece. You know, it's a big commitment. I had a you bunch started of episode one? You episode started. one. On Netflix, I started episode one, season one. Right when Luffy jumps out the little uh, the wooden barrel thing. I went yeah. all the way from there. And I'm caught up, and I have to say, it's, you're caught up. I'm caught up to yep. Your episode nine hundred something. Nah, one thousand fifteen. Watched it last Sunday. How long? I started. Okay, I started December, like the first or second you're about, of December. You talking about a few months ago, December? Yeah. And you've caught. You yeah. watched a thousand episodes of One Piece, Bruh, In a few months, I had a lot of free time. <laughs> you've had all the free time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll admit it's top three show. Bro, oh, I I top gotta get caught ever. up. I gotta get caught up. Yeah. Cause I tried, I tried that. I tried starting over. Uh I'm up to like a hundred something. Cause you know, you know the beginning, it the, the animate, because it's all oh, so in the beginning, if you're talking about it's in the 90s. Yeah. So the animation is not as good. The it's, when it's fighting, there's too much talking, not enough actual. So it's like rough to get through, but like I've seen all these things on my Instagram. I'm avoiding spoilers, so I'll swipe up and see like Luffy and like someone's like, oh that looks like that's way like I'm not so I'm like I'm trying to avoid these spoilers. I gotta get cut up. Yeah, you just gotta push through it, man. It's like that, that first half just got like his own feel to it, which I appreciate. Now I go back and look at it, like man, that's cool. You know, stuff changed so much, like Naruto when they were kids. Yeah, yeah. Version now they old. It's, Cause it's had the time skip in there, doesn't it? Yeah. My yeah, my I think it's my brother, my friend. Shout out Edie. My boy Edie, he's a big anime guy. And Grant. But I don't know if Grant's caught up. But uh Edie, he was telling me once you get packed to that time skip, after that, it's so good. It, it gets to the point where you gotta watch the next episode. That's what I'm trying to get to. Where it's like, oh yeah, like I gotta watch it. Uh is all of it in all of it's not dubbed, right? You watching it subbed? Um, it's dubbed up to like 700, 700 oh, okay. something. So I might it's watch it up, up until that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the problem I have with watching anime, sub, like, I don't, you know, you know how it is anime. People are like, you either sub or you're dubbed. Yeah. I prefer to watch dub because I can do other things. Yeah. So if I'm at the house and I'm cleaning, I can throw on my one piece or whatever. And if it's dubbed, if, if it's something that's not really going on, but they're talking, I could be somewhere else. I'm hearing it. I'm still paying attention. Yeah. And so your undivided attention has to be on the, the TV or you have no idea what's going on. Because have you caught up with Tackle Titan? Nah, I'm still waiting. They had a new season announced. I was like, I'm glad I didn't start. I didn't want to be left on this cliffhanger. Bro. Yeah. I heard it's it good. So good. I heard it's good. Aaron, bro, Aaron Yeager, the, 
this might be next to Naruto, besides Naruto, because character development Naruto, I believe it's untouched. Obviously, like with uh, Itachi and yeah. and Sasuke, all like character development. Besides Naruto, it's the best character development from season one to now because it's the final season because it's part one, whatever. But up until this, you talk about where Aaron was season one as a kid. Have you started it? Yeah, yeah, I'm on. So you're up beginning until, of season four. Okay, so yeah. you just haven't. Yeah. Okay, so you know. Bro, episode one, when you get through episode four and you look back on this innocent Aaron Yeager from season one. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, you, bro, I, I don't want to spoil it, but there's, so each, well, I will say each Titan has their own special power. Also, we know, like, the Colossal Titan, Colossal, the Armor Titan, Armor. All the other Titans also have uh, powers. The Attack Titan that Aaron has, nobody knew what it was. You find out what it is, my God, is it a game changer. It's like, oh, bro. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. I've been dodging it. I was like, all right, yeah. I don't want to know because, you know, I started yeah. like the first episode or two of season four, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to just wait because they're going to they gonna push it back and make it way a part yeah. two. Yeah. Dude, I'm with it. A character development, man, like makes or breaks a show for me. Oh, yeah. Because I can't just sit there and watch the same guy make the same mistakes over and over. Yeah, even if it's just a fighting game. Yeah. His character development is still key. Just yeah. like uh, Dragon Ball Z. It's literally just a pure fighting anime. But if you look at Trunks', Trunks character development, because because not only that, you got different timeline Trunks. You got okay. Kid Trunks, Future Trunks, his yeah. character development. He lost everybody. Every, everybody's dead. Yeah. And then, you know, the Goku, have you seen all of Super, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, Goku, spoiler, in Goku Black uh, arc, he loses his mom, his dad's already dead, he loses everything. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. But, he, but and this is, and then when he goes back, this is, the, and then Gohan dies in front of him, that's how it triggers the Super Saiyan. I'm like, oh my goodness. Talk about character development. I'm with it, man. I'm like, Dragon Ball Z, I'm like a Vegeta fan, man. His character development from where he was just this a-hole guy. Uh, you said Vegeta? Of, yeah, Vegeta. Oh, yeah, you're talking about a villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All about himself, a-hole guy, just, you know, F you. He just really just by his own self and his yeah, own he trait. Yeah, his Napa was yeah. like his, like, teammate or partner yeah. or whatever. Killed him because he was too weak. Yeah. Oh, my God. He went from that to, you know, spoiler alert again. At the end of Super, he in a tournament of power cheering on Goku. Right. I'm like, He's man. fighting for the universe. Yeah. He, uh... Even even before Super, uh, you talking about like he was a villain, and then you uh, the the Majin saga where yeah. he sacrificed himself and he hugged Trunks or whatever. Then I was like, oh wait a minute, he actually you know he's starting a family. He yeah. care you know he cares about he doesn't show it. He cares about Bulma and that time where he was like saying goodbye to Trunks. So oh my god, and then, like you said in Super, he was like because remember when uh, Goku falls into the spirit ball and everybody's yeah. like oh it's over. And Vegeta's like. Oh, you guys, you guys <laughs> yeah. have no idea. He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. He, well, he knew. He yeah, he was like, come on now, it's Goku. He's yeah. he's not done. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I love anime. I, I'm I'm 12 episodes away from being caught up on uh, Black Clover. I don't know if you started if you started that. Yeah, I started it. I took a stop right before they had the whole big war, I think, that they're trying to uh, uh, portray. Wait, which war? Uh, so they had the first demon. I seen him. They fought him, and then they found somebody else in the. You talking about the Diamond Kingdom? Yeah. That, oh yeah. So uh, they they haven't the new season. So that you're caught up if that's where you saw. Oh, okay. Oh, because the war hadn't started yet. Oh man. Yeah. yeah so it's just then because uh, I'm twelve episodes because the war's about to start. And I'm assuming after twelve episodes, it's like right where it's gonna start. Because mm. I I doubt the war's gonna be over twelve episodes because it hasn't even started yet. Yeah. And so that'll be caught up, and then the next season is gonna be the the mm. huge. War and then trying to break the curse for that lady in the Heart Kingdom. I forgot about that. I haven't yeah. watched that in years now. Oh, bro. And then they had that time skip towards the end, that six month time skip. You remember that? Are you have you gotten that far? Nah, I may have stopped right there. Right, be right yeah. before. Well, because you so have you got to the part where they go to the Heart Kingdom and train for six months because they're getting ready. They leaving there. They're headed there right now. Okay, so you're you're close. Yeah. So I'm at the part where they get to the uh, Heart Kingdom and they've been training for whatever. And then there's a episode they train for a couple weeks, and then uh, 
I believe something happens or whatever. It's just a time skip for it's like, all right, it's been six months and they're getting ready to get ready for the war. And that six month gap, bro. I was like, they developed these characters, like the character development between Naruto and Naruto Shippuden was three years. Yeah. It was that level of character development. Like he was a different guy. It was six months though. I was like, holy shit. I, I mean, all right, so I hear that, and I'm like, all right, you know, this is like, this is great storytelling, but how realistic? Like, okay, six months. That's what, what I'm saying. Would have been, been better if it was like a year or two. I know. That's what yeah. I'm saying. This is a little too much character development. It's too fast. Much. He got, he probably got a little too fast. It's like, mm, you know, eh, but all right, the story's cool. So I rock with it. Yeah. Well, what I, what I do like when they did it though is, so Asta, the main character. His character development's a little more advanced than everybody else. Everybody else is just like slight. You, it's more realistic. Okay, that's about six months worth of them training hard. Yeah. Austin's is huge, but I feel like they did that because you know Austin's like his drive's different level. Yeah. So I feel like with him, six months of nothing but hardcore training. Then I, in my head, I'm like, okay, I can kind of see it because he's also got this demon that's also amplifying his power. So I was like, okay, yeah, fair enough. I, yeah, I could probably get with, with that, fair but. Enough. A lot of good animes out. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the one that just finished um, Demon Slayer. I'm uh, caught up on Demon Slayer. I've seen the movie. Uh, I haven't seen the new season yet because oh. I'm watching on the One Piece, man. <laughs> oh, the new, when you get to the, the new season, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, and it does it doesn't end on a cliffhanger either, so I love it. It ends like in between. But the last fight, oh, you talking about. Great, and then I'm also caught up on uh, My Hero Academia. Oh yeah, I fell off on that man. What? I just fell off. It just—it's one of my favorites. I just—it just like kind of died out for me. Like I mean, like the what? show is great, the fights are great, but I don't know something about it just took too long to to just. That, well, yeah, I I can see that, but it's getting good because he's. How far are you on in it though? I think last season I watched fully was when Endeavor just destroyed the um, – I forgot what that thing was. The Nobu? Yeah, the Nobu thing. And I watched a few episodes of the season after that, but I didn't finish it. Though. Oh, yeah, it's worth the push through. It does get a little a little dry when – because, like, they go off, they fight these big villains, but then they go back to school. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it does kind of digress, but it like it's like a – it's like a, uh, I don't even know, it likes like the stock market. It digressed here and there, but it's overall, it's it's going up there. Uh, I like it because he's starting to actually, he's starting, well, I don't want to spoil it, but like he, yeah, you got to get, you got to get, you got to get there. I'll check it out, man. I'll put it back on the list. NFL draft, ladies and gentlemen, Panthers are, their pick is in. They got the sixth pick. Uh, so for those of y'all that don't know, my buddy, Xavier from Houston, he's a Rockets fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big fan, man. I got a lot of – bless your heart. <laughs> I got a lot of hope. We – I went to, like, eight games or so this year because season the tickets are super cheap. Oh, yeah, I bet. Like yeah, $10 yeah. a ticket. So, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. Why not? So, I've seen a bunch of games. And, like, the beginning of the games from the first half of the season to the, the last few games, Jalen Green's progression – it's miles ahead. Um, so oh, yeah, y'all are gonna. I, I think y'all gonna be good. I think y'all are gonna be kind of how Memphis did, where they just went all in on the young core and de- and de- worked on it, or are gonna bank on development to where in three or four years you guys are gonna not only be a team that can compete but be young, so you can have a dynasty and not just be like a Nets where yeah. it's either all or nothing right now. Yeah. I feel like y'all y'all got potential because. Yeah, uh, Jalen Green, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Porter, right? Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin Porter. He may or may not be on the team. That brother, that's, that's the problem. Let me look up the roster. Cause Bro, I'll tell you, the one person who I say with Jalen Green, like the whole dark horse of the rookie draft class that year, is the Turkish dudes, Sangoon, Alfred Sangoon or something. But when he gets on the court, the ball movement is just so much better. Like really? plays get run, he gets so many assists, he gets players open. It's just his basketball IQ is so much better than all the other rookies. You know, I think that's just him growing up in a different side of the world and playing that other style of basketball. Now, let me look at this, Russell. Where is he at? 
He Jalen Green, yeah. Kevin Porter. Where is he at? Christian Wood. Uh, Christian Wood not gonna be there, bro. But I know he's not. Yeah. But I feel like you keep those three and build up. I they got so much because they're young on paper. Yeah, but man, when you watch like I, Christian, I, I like Chris, I like Christian how he plays. I don't man. Why like, not? Like when you go to the games, you watch the stuff that he do that they don't show on TV. Like his like uh, posture, the way he talks to everybody, it just does not look nice. And he just gives up on plays and try to do a step back three at the top of the key. No, I understand that. Again, he's young development. Just think about this. That's think- two players. We got to develop Kevin Porter Jr. No, but that that's what I'm saying. It's gonna t- it takes time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But think about Memphis. They're their oldest players, 26, 27. Yeah. It took time because Memphis was trash three years ago. But they're fantastic. Now they might get beat. Yeah. Look a little Minnesota might be, you know, it's tight. Right. But it's it's paying off. And then when you do it like that, I mean that Memphis team, they could probably compete. Obviously, Golden State coming up next. Yeah, but they can compete for the next five, six years. Uh, Obviously, if you don't break completely break them up, and you know it's not gonna be the same team every year. I get that. But Jaw and uh, keeping Jaw and like a lot of those other guys, uh, Bain and guys like that. I mean, because because here's my thing. Here's my thing. Looking at Christian Wood, he's giving you 18 points a game, solid, right? He's gonna give you. He's giving you 10 rebounds a game. He's shooting 39 percent from the three. And he's shooting 50, over 50% from the field goal, from the field. Yeah. he got That's good, young. And that's not bad his He got stats, but he just, like, his team chemistry and this team does not gel. Like, just yeah, looking I get at it. it just, but he's got a PR of player efficiency rating of 22. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be great if any other team is so happy to listen. And you want now, to know, but. now, if he was older, like, you know, 28, 28, 28, and they're like going into his 30s. I then it's like I then I'm, I'm with you 100 percent because at this point, however he is who he is, like his game is his game at this point. Yeah. But since he's so young, you can still mold him. He's still malleable. See, you all know? those resources, man. I would mold single. Sing, I, I'll probably put you. In you mold game. all of them. Is what I'm saying. If yeah. you want, you pick, you pick out the guys that work for you. you keep those. Hell, you can if it's five. The starting five, you keep them in your mold. Because I was, I was talking to my buddies about Lonzo Ball the other day. You know, so you know, remember when he first oh, got yeah, he when he little, first when he first got in the league, shooting wise was tough because he has that awkward shot. It's flat, and uh, since it's flat, you got to get it off quick, or you you're gonna get blocked all the time. Now, in terms of like handles and all that stuff, he was good, but it, it, it was a little people didn't literally his shot was so off and unorthodox. They were literally counted as a negative when he's being drafted, and that was a concern for a lot of people drafting. Well, you know he finished top five in the NBA in three-point percentage, right? Yeah. He finished top six in the NBA in three-pointers made. He's a solid player. So his development has come such a long way. But the thing about him is, like, you got to want to develop that way. Like, Christian Wood. You don't think he – oh, you don't think he – he think doesn't he, think he wants – now that that makes yeah. that makes all the difference. Like Lonzo, I can see you know it was he was just all right, cool. You know I got a weird shot. He's coachable. coachable. Yeah, yeah coachable. Hey. Christian Wood, the way that the you know the way how he walks off the court, storms from like emotional issues that they don't show on camera, all of that stuff. It's just like petty type deal. Not even because uh, like, the games are still, like see, childish. Yeah, because I mean you know we, we had like a twenty something thirty wins. I forgot twenty. Yeah, twenty. <laughs> <laughs> finished last in the world. Yeah, we finished I keep it counting. So, though. like, the team, like, you know, the games aren't hype level, you know, yeah, playoff contention. Yeah. So, you know, it, you know, you get upset about something and, like, a little small deal. Like, hey, this, nobody's giving you the ball enough or something. Like, hey, what, why, why are you getting so upset? We're really trying to just develop out it. Right. We've got 20 wins, man. Yeah. Like, this, you know, this is like another throwaway season to get more draft picks. Yeah. So, when I, you know, you see that and just, it's just not something you want to see, like, on your team. Like, okay, if I'm, like, a coach in that position and I have a player that has all the skill set, but he just doesn't have the drive, man, I'll just – Just like you do it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. But I do like Rockets. Like you said, Spurs – well, Spurs made a little push towards the end, but, you know, weren't that good this year. So, yeah. I was at – I went to a handful of Spurs games this year because the tickets were cheap. <laughs> but I like I, – but I like – I'm not a Spurs fan – just people don't know. I don't. I don't have a team, 
But I just like basketball. I'm sure so I'll go to any game. Yeah. And I like the Spurs and how they're going about it. Because, you know, they have the are they're the most look. successful Texas basketball team for sure. Yeah. Probably. And you're talking about you know, the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. And um, and so it seems like they're going back to level one, ground zero with all right, they got a young team and they're gonna build through the draft and they're gonna work on development. And then they can go on another dynasty run like they did for 20 years with Popovich. Because uh, DeJounte Murray, you talking about superstar. Dude's a beast. And then they got uh, they got a lot of good guys around them. I don't, I don't know their names. Um, but yeah, they got a solid team. Man. They have potential. they always been, you know, there. Like the Spurs, their organization is just so stout and just so deeply rooted. Within San Antonio, everywhere you go, you see Spurs. That's like their only yeah. team. So I think they're always – at least going to try to push to make a contention where to just, you know, stay complacent at being uh, just team in the NBA for however many long years. Like, you know, some teams may have done stuff didn't work out or other moves that they tried, other stuff. I think the Spurs organization as a whole is going to keep pushing to. Yeah. I can see that. Well, how about your Texans? I had – no hope <laughs> at the beginning of the year. This year, I got we just got a draft pick. We got a cornerback after needing one for since I remember watching the team when they first came in 2002. That's how long I needed a DB. It, that's how long we now, needed. Now that I think about it, I don't even remember y'all having like the a, only a name, stellar DB, Jonathan Joseph. But his name was stellar in college. But when he got to the pros, it was just you know he was good, but he wasn't like elite D, you know DB level. Who who's the quarterbacks? Is it just uh Mills? Would he be QB one if the season were to start today? Yeah. Yeah. He Which, didn't he didn't do that bad, did he? He was like I'm yeah. cool with because he was a rookie last yeah. year, right? He did good. Not bad for you know rookie for what he being had. throwing in the throwing the fire like that. If what he had, I mean he didn't have much expectations for the team. You know nobody had expectations. Right, they're doing horrible with you know reaching their fan base and stuff like that in the Houston area. But, but where he had, I think he did pretty good. And, you know, I mean, I'll play him, see what he got. I don't think there was, like, a huge QB draft this year anyway. So, yeah. why not? And it saved save the money, too. But for the Texans organization, all, all of the bad moves for the ownership, it's just – it's. If they made a TV show about this, it would be one of the most watched shows in the world. <laughs> it's, it's so much drama. It's so much ridiculous, like the decisions. Like, is this what it takes to get a job there? I, I don't know how I didn't get a job because it's just really who you know. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah, Calvin really got suspended for all of next season. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Jeez. That's kind of harsh. For what was he? For betting $1,100 or $1,500? Yeah. Suspended for a year. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Um, so, but also, I went, um, you know, we got, like, our three major sports in Houston. The Houston Astros, they're fun. Really? I went to a game, like, last Friday, packed stadium, just a regular yeah, Friday. Just a regular, regular game. Yeah, almost no seats left. The The fans are hyped. The crowd is loud. The, the, the game is just fun. I'm like, man, this is the best experience I've been to. <laughs> That's, so that's that's probably the most prosperous yeah, team in Houston. Yeah, yeah. We've been to three World Series in the last three or four years. Um, I forgot the number. 2017 was the first World Series. How long ago was that? Five. Yeah, five years. Yeah. Three World Series. Dang. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's a yeah. dynasty level. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's close. It's close. We actually got some new – I meant to send you a picture. We got some new uh, Astro uh, – Houston Astro uh, hats at Shoe Palace. Oh, yeah. Um, but, man, we'll see because so so much, bro, NFL this next season is going to be something to watch because you got Deshaun, obviously, with the Browns. Man, you, I found this on uh, the web. Oh, shut up, Siri. <laughs> do you think – okay, we saw the Browns, like, front office handled everything so far. Do you think they're going to put Deshaun in a position to be able to win, like build around him the pieces that he needs? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't – I don't. if you're an organization, you don't give a guy guaranteed $230 million 
without also doing whatever it takes to to just because the only way to justify his contract is if he gets them a Super Bowl in the next how long is contracts five years four years yeah however long contract, as long as they get one in that time span it justifies it if they give them that much money now even if they give them that much money let's say they compete like Let's say they make a trip Super Bowl, don't win it, but they're always in the they always in the playoffs and at least make some sort of run. You still kind of justify. But if you give him all that money and you don't surround him with the the if you don't surround him with the players to get to that next level, that front office getting cleared out. Yeah, yeah, you, you got to go. <laughs> Definitely. And you see how they structured this contract, right? Yeah. Whoever, first of all, his agent needs a raise. If he's getting 5%, he needs 10%, okay? Second of all, for people that don't, for people that watch and listen that don't know how the contract was set up. So we also, Deshaun Watson had all these allegations against him, right? Yada, 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 fast forward. So there's going to be some type of suspension put upon him. Uh, for this next season, probably, unless uh, all these civil cases, if they get dismissed or he's found innocent in all of them, then he might not get any suspension. But regardless, just assume, let's say he gets suspended. Now, they believe for some, for cases of similar magnitude in the past have been six games, eight games. Worst case scenario, we're thinking a year, right? So let's say worst case scenario, he gets suspended all of next year, right? Well, the way his contract set up is, his contract was $23 million or $230 million, fully guaranteed. And it was five years. Four of the years was only like 40, 40 some, 45 mil, I believe. Something like that. It was like 40 something mil. This next year, it's only one mil. So it's like one mil, then the rest is like four. And then the other, the missing, uh, here, let me, let me, I gotta, I gotta get this right. Yeah, 46. So here it was. Yeah. It was 46 mil. So wait, wait, wait. let's do what 200. Yeah, like 230. Two, five, so yeah, let's make let's we'll yeah. round it up. Yeah. So it's 46 mil. So year one, one mil. The reason why it was only one mil because if he gets suspended, he only misses out on one million dollars. Pure genius. Yeah, yeah. So then the next four years. He gets 46, 46, 46, 46. Now, if you're doing the math, he's still missing another 45 mil from the 46 he didn't get. If you were to take 230 divided by five, you get 46, right? That other 46 is missing is uh what will be made up and in bonuses, incentives, and in signing bonus. So he still will get also worst case scenario, he misses a year the next year. Then he goes out and plays, whatever, whatever, he'll make 240. 229 mil. Yeah, he was still getting Genius. Money. I've never seen a contract structure like that with the type of stipulations around a guy that's probably going to get a suspension. I was like, all right, well, let's just make it to where he's going to miss out on a mil. Let's just make this next year. Oh, genius. Yeah. Yeah. Like, genius. Rumors around, you know, I'm from Houston. Everybody got the inside source. Yeah. So he was, you know, assigned with the Falcons. They had to deal everything worked out. And the Browns called his offered his agent a bunch of money at the last. I heard that. Yeah. I heard the same thing. Yeah. yeah. The deal was damn near done with the Falcons. Yeah. And that 230 from the Browns, he's like, wait, wait a minute. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> I think he honestly, I think he has a better shot at winning with Browns, too. Uh, yeah. Because here's how I look at it. I don't know, you know, I don't I'm not sure how I feel about Matt Ryan, but you look at that Falcons team, you know, they don't really compete. And Matt Ryan, solid quarterback. You know, he's decent, pretty good. I mean, you could maybe future Hall of Famer. That could be argued. I don't know about that. That's pushing. But he did. He does have an MVP under his belt. And he, I don't know if he has to go. He's been to a Super Bowl. Yeah. But but you look at that Falcons team, weapon-wise, they, yeah, they had Calvin Ridley. Well, he's not playing next year. <laughs> um, and they didn't really compete last year. When you look at the Browns. Now you look at Baker Mayfield, you look at Deshaun Watson. Oh, yeah. You're talking like this. Deshaun Watson. Baker Mayfield, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And even with Baker Mayfield, they still competed. Yeah. It's watching Deshaun yeah. Watson with that Texans team, uh, you know, knowing how much they were struggling. Oh, yeah. And seeing, and seeing led the league in yeah. passing yards. That, that was amazing. That was... And you now, now if you put them on an offense with a really good run game, you're talking about Nick Chubb yeah. and them, and then you talk about having Jarvis Landry. And guys like that as a receiving court with a great 
Oh, you're yeah. contenders for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I honestly believe now we're all assuming that he, because he hasn't played in a minute. Yeah. So there is a chance that he comes out there and he's, you know, he's gotten off the rust off. So it might be a little touch and go in the beginning, but I think halfway through, let's say he plays, let's say he plays next year just off day one. I think halfway through the season, he starts to figure it out and he starts going crazy. And who's your, uh, so all, all the quarterbacks right now, who do you think is going to perform the best next season? All the hype from the, the Burrow train, which I'm with. I'm with Joe Burrow. He's cool. Josh Allen, that game could have went either way. I I think I think Russell Wilson has an MVP level season just because he's he's a quarterback. He's great. He always has an MVP caliber year. Just some years he falls off towards the end. And then some years that guy that wins just has that next level year. But he's always in the conversation MVP. I put think when you put him on the bright, he's got a new team, new system. And I feel like he had he's he's trying, I think he's gonna be in the position where he's trying to prove that he's still that dude. And I think he's gonna go out and do it because he has the ability to do it. I think Russell, Russell Wilson and maybe Derek Carr would be my two like guy, two quarterbacks that might have breakout years. Man, I'm, I forgot uh, what's the reason not on the Seahawks, man. Damn <laughs> It's been so long. He's just been a Seahawk in my, you know, brand. Yeah, so yeah. That's a, when you think Seahawks, you think you'd be there. Russell, you either you think I think of three. Well, I think of four guys. When I think Seahawks. Yeah. Like as a as a franchise, yeah. I even think Cam Chancellor. Because that for me, it's, that was my favorite safety mm-hmm. growing up. Cam Chancellor. I think of Richard Sherman. Yep. Russell Wilson, <laughs> or I think of Marshawn Lynch. Yep, that's it. Yep. Mate, uh, Bobby Wagner's pop. You could probably throw Bobby Wagner in there, but when you when I meet here, I Russell Wilson and uh and Marsh Marshawn Lynch are the two that are immediately when I think of that franchise. Uh, but with Derek Carr, he had a great season last year, and then you add the best receiver in the NFL to his team. And here's people. Here's what I didn't know that my brother. Uh, shout out my brother Kyler Stripling. Derek Carr and uh uh. Devontae Adams, well, they played college ball together. That's how they, they were both in the same draft class. And, well, Derek Carr had fantastic stats. Well, guess who all his passes were to? <laughs> Devontae yeah. Adams. So you're talking about the chemistry's already there. And so we all seen with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow what chemistry can do for a guys in the, in the next level. Yeah. So I think Derek Carr could potentially have a breakout year just because you got a, the best receiver in the NFL – Gets on your team, and not only that, but you already know the dude. You got the chemistry already, so I think they'll they'll start. I think they'll start clicking real real fast uh, off rip. Those will be my two dark horse guys. Yeah. Now, obviously, I think Tom Brady's gonna all you know. Tom Brady's always gonna be in the conversation. They're having a great year. Uh, I don't care who's on his team. I'll always you'll always have to mention Aaron Rodgers because you know even before Devontae Adams was there, he was still. Dishing the ball out to whoever he could, so guys like that, I think I, I look. I'm gonna be honest. I think Dak Prescott. I think he gets back I on track. Next I can't year. hit his man. I, I think he bro. I can't hit his dog, bro. Man. I'm a Dak Prescott fan. I think he gets back on track this next year. Man, I don't. I I I, I can't be pro nothing, Cowboys, man. This is <laughs> this is a deeply rooted rivalry that I just can't. Come I get it. I, I get it. I get it. Man, those, those, but you know who y'all got to go through, right? Y'all got to go through. Titans. Oh, six one five. Man, that's another beat. Hey, shout out to the Garden six one five. I'm gonna represent. You, you got to go through the Titans, man, buddy. You know, we we are, right, man. We had that beef with the Titans. We we had our first couple of games, but you know, we 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 get our wins in there. You know, y'all won the last couple of games. Oh, <laughs> we've been doing kind of bad. The front office just put us in the hole that we should. Oh yeah, the front office. It's been downhill since D Hop, pretty much. Before that, who's before that? The Larry Tunsil deal. They signed him to. uh, He didn't even have an agent with deal. He negotiated to become the highest paid left tackle with, I think it was like a three year deal or something like that. Yeah, he was overpaid. And he would just leverage the team, and then he didn't even play for a couple of years. So that was like the start. Oh, that's where it all started. Bill O'Brien became the general manager. 
Uh, and he was making deals with players with no experience. And I'm a player. I'm gonna try to get the best money I can. Yeah, yeah, so for it, sure. That's not my fault. No this brain, guy's yeah. not, you know, this guy doesn't know the job. But yeah, yeah. Titans, Titans, good though, man. I, I, of course, you like Henry. AFC, AFC number one, baby. We got bounced in the first round, but yeah. regular season we were the shit. And we, uh, you live bunch of Titans fans in the Houston area for a lot, for like a while. There's some tight. There's some. Uh, I see some people tight. There's tight fans out here because the the really the only reason why they're tight. You know, for yeah. people don't know, Titans used to be the Houston Oilers, yeah. uh, and then they moved to Nashville. Uh, but a lot of people been. Oh yeah, I'll be like, uh, oh you guys Titan fans? Like yeah. He goes, oh I'm from Nashville. He goes, oh we're just fans because when they moved to when the they, Houston Oilers moved, they just stayed fans. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense, but yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I'm excited. Personally, like I, I see we got the Houston Rockets, we got the you know whatever you call it, baseball Astros, Houston Astros, and Houston Texans just dropped the ball. Like yeah, y'all do. Y'all got everything: baseball, basketball, yeah. football. But like the naming conventions, we got Astros, space. We got Rockets, space, and we got the Tech Texans. Like that is yeah. I made. I just I just noticed that because that's where uh NASA's headquarters, right? Yeah, Houston. We got a problem. Yeah, yeah, right there, yeah, right there. Huge opportunity just missed. Could have been the biggest, you know, sponsor money making everything. It's just like wait, we just just bland red, white, and blue team. That's where it started. It's just the yeah. branding. <laughs> it's just the branding. Yeah, it's just the branding. Uh, so also I want to also let the the people uh listening or watching get to know you better so uh so people that don't know me and xavier we met out here uh we both were in the physics uh program here at utsa um i tried to i tried to talk i tried to talk him into getting his phd so he wouldn't leave me so soon <laughs> but he said no nah, i'm done with the masters so uh after two years he went back to houston so what, what have you been doing since you graduated man and tell tell them about like what's your your specialty in your 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 oh, masters because ours yeah. you know i'm astro everybody knows astro so i want people to understand like just because we're both physics majors we do completely different things yeah so, so you just kind of talk about that man so i started my specialty i always had a love of just programming because it made me feel accomplished when i would create a program or something like that right and i was like hey physics is also a fun solving problem so when you mix the two you know like computational physics something right like that. This is like the lane. So I did particle physics, which is just a bunch of computers and data analysts and like data science type work with physics on top. So I started there then switched to biophysics with the computational side. And I had my specialty just working with computers using different programming languages. Right. And then so when I got out to the job field, I leveraged that the majority of my application process. Like, hey, I can do this and that with data, you know, I can analyze data sets, I can make models, I can make predictors and everything. And that's extremely desirable for all plenty of companies, right? right. Anybody yeah. in tech. Yeah. So they, you know, as soon as you start mentioning these, these different languages, whatever, they're like, oh, great, man. Yeah, interview, interview, interview. But, you know, within that, there's a more specialized side. So I was trying to do a bunch of data science jobs and, you know, you gotta, you gotta take a test for, a good majority of these jobs, you got to take a test. Half of the test didn't have anything to do with what you would do on the job. No correlation. Right. Which, when I graduated, I figured out all these extra hurdles you got to go through that weren't talked about during the school process. Right. I wish I knew. I think the most influential thing that helped me get my job that I start soon was learning what a STAR method was. Um, so when you do the interview, like interviews expect you to speak in a certain way, which I've never heard of before. Cause I was like, oh, I'm just talking about stuff. This is gonna be an interview. You know? Yeah. At yeah. the most is public speaking. Just I sound good. I can, you know, uh, articulate my words. That's mm -hmm. not me. But there's like a whole framework of how you're supposed to frame your answers from situation, task, answer, result. For the star method that these interviewers look for behavioral questions that just missed us. Like I've been in college, you know, fine a good amount of time. I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah. I'm like, right, okay. So I'll, I'll Google it. I'm looking it up. You know, Google's like the most powerful tool out there. So I'm learning like, okay, okay, how can I use this? So I'm practicing interviews. I get jobs that I'm not really particularly interested in. 
but I'm still learning this star method and I reach out to some other people like, hey, can you help me? So I'm practicing and the first job I got, I just applied and I met somebody at the company and he looked like he had a bunch of nice, cool stuff. He had a nice car. I'm like, right. like he make a lot of money. Well, I can make a lot of money. So I applied and the first thing they had me do was take a video test, a, a video interview with nobody else. I had to film myself. Like, this is awkward. Right. So something extremely awkward yeah so I, i'm like all right and you get like a minute to look at the question and prepare so i found some online resources and i was just okay i just practice 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 and i did it and i was like yeah i probably didn't do good but i use the star method and i heard back and i was like oh my gosh this stuff works right <laughs> so you know interview after interview i finally made it to the final interview and i ended up getting the offer which i'll start june but i think the takeaway is just like that interview process and what skill sets that we learned from our whole degree process and how to market ourselves is probably the best thing that we can do. And also, you know, public speaking, just being a good social person. Yeah. For me, I was never like the biggest social person out there. So like those, <laughs> those skills translated more so than actual knowledge of me knowing how to do technical stuff. Right. Like, yeah. You know, to get in the door. Like those got me in the door because most of the time they they'll train you on what you got to do that what they want you to do specifically yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Like the technical the technical stuff gets you like access or whatever, but they don't really talk to you unless you can be a people person. So yeah, to the Lord that wants a cycle and a job. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. My man's got a job, bro. Yeah. And also, I've been teaching. Uh, I'm, I'm TA in one of them coding boot camps. Oh, for real? Yeah, I learned a lot about that, which is like a huge secrecy about unless you actually join the boot camp. Like, what do they do? What are you paying for? Oh, they don't really tell you to your actually like, in it. In yeah. it. Oh, so, wow. You get a lot, you know, a syllabus and everything like that. But that's just, that's all you get. And then a lot of people had to sign NDAs about other stuff. It's like that, like secret. It's a big business because it's like these. These these schools are expensive. Oh, uh, and I learned my way. I was uh, use like you know little code coding websites and stuff like that. You just pay like thirty dollars a month, and they'll have you do little programs and stuff. But you just gotta stay disciplined for that. Yeah, but I say so much more money. So how so how did you get into being a TA for that? Ah, someone reached out on LinkedIn. Oh, for real? Yeah, it was like, hey, we did. I was oh, like, okay, I, I need a job right now. I don't start till a little, a little while later. So yeah, sure, why not? Oh but dang, it's been interesting. Um, most of the people are a lot older, like they have stuff already did. They have like master's degrees, ten year plus of experience. So like they're really just trying to transition from what they've been doing for their, at least a decade or two to something new. And a lot of them are. Some people are good for it. Some people are not. Just like the the ability to graduate and immediately get a job just varies person to person. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping, man. I'm, I'm hoping I can be one of those people to as soon as before I graduate, I already got my stuff set up. <laughs> I I hope it's like that, but because if not, well, the reason why I hope is because I'm you know I'm not from here, so it, it's gonna be it's not you know if I was it's not like I'm able to kind of just all right let me just drive go. You know, a couple of hours. I, I gotta. You know, people don't understand. They don't. I got a lot of stuff. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff. I live by myself. I got two bedrooms, two bed, and it's the entire apartment's full of stuff. I got a wall of jerseys and action figures, and this is only such a small portion of my apartment. I got a lot of stuff. Or I have to if I don't know what I'm doing. So obviously, if I have nothing planned, the plan is gonna be pack up, go back home, mom and dad, until I can figure it out. Well, it's fifteen hour drive. It's a thousand miles. Ooh, yeah. So that's U-Haul. That's we got to pay for movers because this sectional's heavy. <laughs> this sectional is huge. It's heavy. It rolls out into a, a queen size bed. It's a big sectional. That's it's got to go home. Well, if I go home and let's say I'm applying to all these places and let's say the University of Florida says, "Hey, we'll pay you whatever, uh, whatever," and I was like, "Okay, bet." Now I got to go from home to Florida. So it's like, you know, a lot of moving parts, but I hope, I hope I can at least just have some setups where as soon as I graduate, I'm moving or, you know, it's here. That's cool. I can stay put, but I'm moving right where the same place I know I'm going to be for whatever until whatever yeah. happens. I don't know. But, you know, it, honestly, man, life happens. I like apply a year before you graduate. Oh, no, I'm going to start yeah. uh, 
So my, my graduation, expected graduation date is next December. Yeah. I'm going to start looking like uh, January, February. Yeah. Just just start looking. And then by the summer, really like start putting pressure on uh, looking for stuff. Because yeah. it, it's coming up so quick. Man. And it post, <laughs> post-grad depression real, man. Bro. I got out. I was like, hey, what do I do? Again, it's like, all right, I'm going to sit at home. I don't have no work to do. Damn. Yeah, everybody got regular jobs during the day, so I can't just go, you know, hang out somewhere. That's kind of that, that, that's kind of how it was after uh football. Yeah, man. I had all this free. I was like, damn, uh, well, my friends from <laughs> you know, because I just graduated my friends on their own team, you know, they're at practice right about now. So yeah, <laughs> probably and they're gonna be in meetings till seven. So I yeah. guess I'll just Get on the game by myself. <laughs> I, mean, I, was like, I don't know what to do. Man, but I've, I've caught up on my homework, caught yeah. up on my assignments, and everything. I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll clean the house. <laughs> Man, that free time, it's so beneficial, but it's so hard. And it's kind of scary. Yeah. It's like, like setting a disciplined schedule, just, you know, pretending I have a job to go get up and do something. Right. Yeah. Which has made it so much better. And I think that's what really helped me learn so much more skills that you know get to get the job that I got. Right. Yeah, because I remember uh I remember you were like actually like in there like just yeah. uh because I was you know um bro when it comes to Python I'm like <laughs> yo ass I need your help. <laughs> you know, zero, like yeah. bro I'm trying to I'm trying to get this all together. I'm because you were actually like teach you basically teach yourself yeah 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 man that's, that's a that's a i'm sure it's paid off that time that you spent on all that definitely man. that's how i got these jobs yeah that's that's <laughs> it that's awesome man that's awesome uh dang i forgot i was gonna i was gonna say something but i forgot yeah it's something about data but uh hey man it's great uh so the training man How's the training been going? Woo! Man, so March Madness, I came down here, right? You know, right. I, I, went, I seen the games and everything. I was hyped. That Friday, I threw my back out trying to deadlift. I was so exhausted, you know, from driving back and forth to San Antonio, Houston, watching the games, getting hyped, the team, yeah, no sleep. And I'm like, it's Friday, you know, I still should at least do a deadlift, lift heavy. So I'm get out there. I'm like, you know, just trying to wheel the warrior this thing all the way through. Just, <laughs> just, you know, just dumb. And I'm, I'm getting up like I got to like 385 or something. I'm done. You, think, you see me 385 yeah. before? No problem. And I'm like struggling. I'm like, I got one up. I was like, all right. I know I got one more in me, so I'm going again. And then I just feel like, like my left side just crumbled, and I just felt like, you know, you playing a video game. You see the icon like minus nine on the health. Like, yeah, minus yeah. Minus. I'm just like, I'm just like. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it <laughs> on my body. And I'm like, ooh, uh, ooh, that's a lot of pain. And so I waited like two weeks. It's, you know, close to two weeks. I was like, I'm going to try to deadlift again. And I'm in the gym this time. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm surrounded around people. I'm like, I see some other people lifting. I'm like, I, I, I'm, like, I'm going to go ahead and lift. I got like 135 on there. You know, I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm fine. I was just nothing serious. Yeah. And I pulled, I threw my back out. I was in so much pain. Oh, 135? 135. Oh, yeah. It didn't heal. It didn't heal. No, it did not. I was in so much pain. I couldn't pick the ball up. I was just stuck. I was trying to play it off. I was trying to play it off. Like, the people around me knew I was in pain. I was like, man, I got to look cool. I got to look cool. (laughs) Play it off. Oh, no, man. But now now I wake up, man. I'm like, you know, I got to stretch every day. I feel good for stretching, but, you know. You gonna be alright tomorrow? Yeah, I'll be fine. I've been fine now. Man. Oh, but oh, yeah. I guess the March Madness that was a little bit. Yeah. Uh, any any goals going on or any goals you got for the year? Ah, man, my main goal was hand cleans because I was really been dominating like my old hand clean numbers. Like that was my big thing because I like rehab my shoulders. I kind of switched my shoulder work out. It's the whole thing I got now. They feel like solid, stiff. So I was getting my numbers back up to right. twenty five for each. So I was trying to hit 275 by, you know, like September, uh, you know, September around there. Okay. I was 245 I hit back, man, I think that was like February now. So I hit 245 in February and I was like, man, if I ain't big, at least get my form right, you know, maybe I can hit 275. So that's still my goal. 
Man, Tuesday. What were you hitting when uh before you moved back to Houston? Man, so my hand clean numbers went up the whole time I was in Houston. Like that was the only thing that went up. Because out here I was just barely hitting 225 for a Yeah, I was about to say uh, yeah. 275. That was, yeah. that was a fat jump. I, I was just struggling. I don't know, because I did so much because I didn't have a squat rack. So everything I did oh, was, yeah, was either a yeah. form of some variation of a hand clean, whether yes. it was getting the bar up, getting it down, or down. yeah, I got you. I, yeah. Actually, that makes sense. And so my numbers of hand clean was just so efficient and boosted. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm the opposite. My my hand clean is probably well. Yeah, it's probably not where it's at, but I haven't been hand cleaning because, you know, like, a well, what kind of gym do you work out at? Uh, I had my home gym set up first, but then, you know, limited stuff. So now I'm at 24-hour fitness. So is it, like, a pretty good – they, are they – how is it? Because, like, the goal that I'm at, like, I, I don't – you know, I, you know, when we were training, it's, yeah. we were hand cleaning, deadlifting, bench squat. We are doing all of it because we had the space and tools for it. Now I don't deadlift at all anymore, and I don't hand clean at all anymore because there's only two platform racks, and if you if you don't go at a certain like I'm not gonna wait yeah. around to try to get a thing. So I'm just like, all right, I'm just not gonna hand clean in there because there's other squat racks that just don't have platforms, so I can always squat and bench. Yeah. So I was like, it's like hit or miss with deadlift. I don't want to have deadlift in the workout if I can deadlift thirty percent of the time. So I just took deadlift and uh, yeah. hand clean out. Yeah. And my 24-hour, we have four platforms where it has the deadlift platform and the squat rack. And we have three extra squat racks out. This is kind of – it looks small, but it's actually got a big 24-hour fitness. The equipment's old, but, you know, it's still solid equipment. Yeah. It's a little old, beat up, but those platforms are good. The bars, not the best because, you know, the gym – the bars we had over here were much nicer, much you know, better for hand clean and everything. The bars at 24 – a little stiff, like yeah. not as long either. So my hand placement felt felt off for the first yeah. while. Yeah, but it's all equipment, so yeah, I feel pretty good. But I, I kind of switched stuff around because I stopped benching. I had bench press. Well, yeah, we maxed out. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So a few about a month ago, X hit me up and said, "Hey man, are you maxing anytime soon?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm max benching on uh, April 29th. Today's the 28th." And he's like, oh, man, all right, Ben, I'm going to come in town uh, and I'm going to do the max bench. Where I was like, okay, cool. So I'm thinking he's been benching so he can get his bench up. And then, like, last week I find out he hasn't been benching. I was like, what are we – what are you doing? Man, you know. So I started benching and then like, my shoulder just – my left one, you know, my left one always been kind of janky. Yeah. It just destroyed one day and I kept trying. I was like, man, it'll be all right. Because it was doing it out here, but, you know, normally it will warm up. But it wasn't even warming up out there. So yeah, I just, Was it, like, just, like, is it just bothering you? or Because you remember when we were doing pull-ups, and yeah. I kept having that yeah. that problem, or that problem with my tricep, and I said, it just, I just couldn't get it going. Was it just kind of like that, where it was just, yeah, something in there was not right. Like, this motion of just lifting my shoulder up was so much pain because it would kind of get, like, stuck here. And then when I was bench pressing, this shoulder would flare out a lot more because it was still kind of weak and trying to compensate. Oh, yeah. So that was just throwing me off. And then, you know, it, I was like, yeah, I don't want to be lifting a bunch of weight. You know, I'm too dropping on myself. Well, gym. you know you can just do less weight and work on form. Yeah, yeah. Form was still hurting. Cause I really? Like, well, then, like, you can, you, so if you're doing just the bar, it's still hurting? Oh, no, just the bar. Yeah, fine. But, like, 95 – is when I start to feel it, like kind oh, of really even that light. I was man, I was in a lot of pain. So well, I, uh, how does it feel when you do? Uh, you try dumbbell bench? Nah, I just gave up on bench, bro. I just switched to press. So I pressed everything. Oh, like chest press, overhead press, oh. standing with the barbell, strict overhead press, and I feel so solid in my shoulders right now. Right. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure you do, man. I'm sure you can lift the car. <laughs> Like, this whole section is just so much more defined. I'm like, this feels great. But I was working on my press numbers, so I got to, like, 165, just straight press. I'm like, man, you know, those who know, I got long arms. You know, bench press is not my – Yeah, you're not built for bench. I'm not built for yeah. this stuff. But I was like, 165 on press? Press? I felt like, man, I was like, oh, man, this is the great thing for me. I felt them. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah. You know, Big dog in the park for a little bit, man, you know, but stop. You, then you said bench press. I was like, man, you know, I'll go ahead and try bench press again. Man, why not? Or just see where you're at. Yeah. 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 And now, uh, do you have a spotter? 
Yeah, see, yeah, I'm sure with a Sparta, you it'll it'll probably go better. Because speaking of Sparta, I'm not gonna lie. So uh, Wednesday, I was getting you know I'm getting tuned you know getting tuned up uh, for bench, and so I'm getting to the point where I'm going heavy, but I'm not trying to max. But I didn't have a spotter, so I put on uh, I put on three thirty five. I just had a set of one, and so I was gonna ask somebody to spot me. But, you know, people were, like in the middle of the set and stuff. I was looking around, I was, and I just did three fifteen for two with no spot before. And then uh, uh, last week I did three thirty with no spot, you know, soon. So I'm like, I'll be fine with no spotter. I get under there, you know, I will do my thing, big back, and I lift it. I feel straight. I get it to my chest. I go to plus. I said, "Oh, we might have a problem." <laughs> so you know, fight or flight gotta come out. Uh, so you know, you get it, and yeah. you get that pause for a second where it's not moving. And I go, "I said, oh snap!" Yeah. I, I slowly get it. I put it up. I said, "Whoo!" I get myself a scare for a second because I was getting ready to be one of the people that you know do yeah. this, and then they, they yeah. look around like, "Yo!" And try to, <laughs> you gotta tilt it. You gotta tilt the yeah. But we'll see, man. I've been I've been benching my ass. I've been been benching three days, three days a week. Jeez. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Jeez. and it's been heavy. Like sets of two and three. You know what I've done a lot? I switched up, man. I've been doing all my back stuff, all back stuff, and I just started doing lower back specific, mm-hmm. like just isolated lower back stuff. My back guy, and so I was hitting like pull ups five sets to eight. So I'm doing pull yeah. all day. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing yeah. five to eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I feel so much like just stout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's all nice. I don't know why. Pull-ups to get it done. They do. They I do. feel like you're working everything with yeah. pull-ups for sure. Yeah. Like non-weight exercise, just body movement, whatever. You know, if that counts with a bar, I think that's probably my favorite. Well, pull-ups? Yeah. Are you doing, are you doing like pull-up pull-ups or chin-ups? I've got pull-up pull I just got the straight bar. Are the straight bar are the, are the hands facing you or away from me? Away from me. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So you you were you working all of that. Yeah, right? yeah. all of this. Yeah. Like the straight bar makes me feel like I like I'm in the movie or something. Yeah. Like I'm training, like, you know, yeah. like Rocky or you know, some, some old like, school, yeah. like this rough gym rat yeah. training. Yeah. I'm doing uh palms in. So oh, uh, chin, chin up. up. Yeah, because yeah. you messed your uh you messed your uh, shoulder up there last time, right? Yeah, it was uh my Tricep uh, brachia, I believe it's called. Mm. But I've been good. I've been good since though, because when I first, because I took after that, and then when you let when you moved, I stopped doing pull ups completely. And then in January, when I started my new program, I incorporated pull ups, and I was gonna, but I was like gonna like take it easy. So I started off doing like five sets of five, just see how I feel. Yeah. I'm good now. I'm good. Yeah. I think taking that time off and of pull ups completely really just helped. Just. Yeah. Let it uh, heal all the way properly because, yeah, it was messing me up. So, uh, oh, I, I want to break down my program because I have a lot of people ask me, but here's how my program is broken down. Because I, I, when I make my program, I make it for the whole year. So whatever I'm doing right now, it's, it was made last year. I make it usually the November, December of, of, so like November, December this year, I'll make my program for all the next year. But here's the system. So I have benchmarks where I will, I'm gonna. So starting in January, I prioritize bench because it's by season. So January, January, February, March, April, and in May, I'm bent. I usually late April, early May, I test bench. Then I do the summer training, and then I do 225 tests on bench. And then from summer to the end of the year, I will I'll test on squat. So from January to now, which tomorrow's max bench day. I do bench or upper body, but it's always I bench every time I do upper body. It's bench Monday, Wednesday, Friday is upper body. Tuesday, Thursday is lower body. So I'm still squatting, but since I'm not prioritizing it, I'm just doing it to maintain. And if you know, if I feel good, go up and weight gradually. But it's not a priority. But I'm still doing it just obviously to keep the strength. Yes. Then when the summer hits, so when I come back from uh, my first graduation because I leave next Wednesday, when I come back, it's six days a week in the summer. So I'll go from May, June, July. It'll be three days a week, and it'll be uh, in an alternate. So it'll be Mondays, uh, Mondays lower body, upper body, lower body, upper body, lower body. It just alternates, and then Sunday is gonna be resting. Uh, and that's where I'm prioritizing both, but I'm not so focused on really like going hard. It's more where I'm work. I'm just working on weight and form. Yeah. 
So, you know, I'm going to be doing sets of, I'm still going to be doing sets of three or two, but I'm not trying to PR. I'm just trying to get the form with the heavy weight. So it's going to be more focused. And then, but then on the bench, on days I'm doing bench, I'm going to really focus on burnouts. Because, you know, every time I do bench, what do we finish with? <laughs> the 225 burnout. 225 burnout set. But now, right now, I'm doing 240 for for 240 for a set of 10, Jeez. which is basically burnout. Yeah. And so I'm hoping I can add five pounds or whatever so often. So at the end of the summer, because I'm going to burn out every time, at the end of the summer, I'm going to do 225 bench sets, see how many reps I can get. Then once September hits, August or September, then it's back to five days a week, and it's going to be flipped from uh, the spring. So instead of benching Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it's going to be squat Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and bench Tuesday, Thursday, all the way up to December, then we'll max squat. And then the next year, same system. I got one question. Uh, you know, I think I mentioned this before. You, know, you got your programs. Mostly, it's kind of powerlifting. I feel like a little bit of bodybuilding in there. Yeah, I forget. Like, are you like are you gonna compete? Or is That's that the plan. Of Eventually, I want to get to part compete. Mm -hmm. The problem is, I don't. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. One, I can't afford. I can't afford a membership at a powerlifting gym. Yeah. So I've already looked it up and tried to get them. There's 150, 200 dollars a month. I can't do it. Yeah. So. Until then, I'm, and I'm trying to see if I can compete independently. The problem with competing independent is I've never done it before, so I'm not going to know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It'd be one thing if I had already done a few competitions so I know how the game goes, then I can just do it independently. But I don't know <clears throat> what I'm doing, and so I, I, I got to figure that out. But the goal is to eventually to start competing in powerlifting. Only powerlifting? Yeah. Only, no. Yeah, only, <laughs> no, I don't want to do any – I don't want to do any physique stuff. Yeah. No, just powerlifting and uh, and I, I got bad shoulder. I can't do overhead stuff, so I can't snatch. So it's just gonna be standard, just squat based. Man, that's uh, like I'm kind of the opposite, man. Like powerlifting stuff is cool, but I just I like the Olympic lift. It's because you're built for you're you're built for it. <laughs> yeah, it just feels almost natural. Yeah, because with if you got long arms, benches it's tough. It's harder for you. If you got long legs, squats tougher. Yeah. Um, you actually, you, you, you're, you built pretty well for, uh, for deadlift yeah. because you have longer arms. Your range of motion is, uh, less because your, you, your arms, you don't have to go so far to come up or somebody has short arms. They got to go yeah. lower, but, um, yeah, I like, deadlift. Yeah. I like deadlift. That's, that's my favorite out of the big three. Oh, man, I'm sure, I'm sure. Overall, man, the, the Olympic movements, man, they just feel so satisfying. Yeah. They, there's something about that hand clean when you can. When you pull and you hook yeah, that yeah. bad boy so quick, that yeah, balls and just that, oh, yeah, and it just, it's just sitting on that. Yeah. Uh, there's something about that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Something about that for sure, man. I'm gonna look to compete, man. Once I start working, I'm gonna join a gym for that. Either that, yeah. or I'm gonna go and join a kickboxing gym. Oh, I yeah, I do want to start training some form of yeah. fighting too. Yeah. This is probably gonna have to be after I graduate. Yeah, it's all, all those gyms add up. Yeah. I, I need to find a 24-hour gym. Because uh, I might start working out at night. Or I just want to be able to work out. Twice a day. Whenever, or just whenever I, yeah. whenever. Because right now I'm on the gym schedule. Versus 24 hour, you know, if I, because I got a new schedule. So I don't, I don't have to get up at 430 anymore. You know. Oof. I know. I just, because now I get up at 730. I'm at the gym at 8 instead of 5. But uh, I want to be able to, if I, if I, if I wanted to switch my schedules to where, I'm working out after nine or 10 or something like that. Cause you know, if I close the shoe palace, I can just go straight to the gym, straight from work, get a lift in, come home, eat. And then I can sleep in, you know, I, I, it's just more variety yeah. with making a schedule. Yeah. And I, I want, I kind of want that. Cause I'm thinking about maybe going back to uh shout out to Zach. If he watches this to Zake's fitness, cause they're, they're about to become 24 hours. So I might start going there okay. and you know, you, if you go at the right time, you got the entire gym to yourself. Yeah, like a personal gym, man. Yeah, and then, you know, then I can get back on content and all that stuff. You can't really do the cold content thing. Yeah. Solo, at least, out of goals. Yeah. But I, but then I, I still got to keep goals because when I go hoop, though. <laughs> man, you still, did you check on campus? I have not checked on campus, man. I just got a parking pass last <laughs> week for campus. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I need to check, though. Because if campus is open again, I might cancel my goals altogether. Go to Money, yeah, go to uh Zex Fitness for lifting and then just scoop at UTSA. Yeah, I could just do that. There's some solid, there's some solid sessions up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it was straight, man. We were what two, three days a week. Well, we we were out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I, that's no, that's a pro. We were out yeah. there hooping, hey, bro. Because we were going because we have Friday mornings, yeah, Friday. but then we were going Wednesday night, right? Yeah, and then Sunday we started because that game right before it, everything shut down. We were going Sundays because the games one day on Sundays, the enemy rules. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I'm gonna three days out there. Man, we were going three days a week. I felt so solid. Conditioning was great. Oh, we were in, we were in great shape. Yeah, man. I forgot about that. I forgot. I forgot. Well, man, I appreciate you coming on the pot. Yeah, no problem. Coming on the pot, ladies and gentlemen. It's been my boy Xavier. We got y'all stay tuned. I don't know what which one. I don't know if I'm gonna post the the gym training first or this. I don't know, but y'all stay tuned. If you're listening, go to the YouTube channel. It's the finest one word. T H E F I N I S T. You'll see me. Uh, follow the YouTube channel. If you're listening to the podcast, we appreciate y'all. If you're watching, if you're watching, go to Spotify. Go to Ivy Talks. This has been Uncle Strip. We're here. Follow me. I'm. I'm just, pretty, I'm just pretty much doing a promo. Follow Insta, Twitter, Instagram, IB Talks Podcast, or follow my personal FLS, the number four swag with two Gs, or Twitter at FLS four swag with two Gs, or follow the Twitter for the podcast at IB Talks Podcast. Give them your socials. Give, give, give them your socials. Man, you know, you catch me at uh, <laughs> hanging with X, hanging underscore with underscore x <laughs> catch me on that with instagram twitter same thing just hanging with x with the underscore what they deserve to be besides that that's all i got hey y'all heard it here because we hanging with x underscore yeah <laughs> all right we'll catch you guys next time it's been uncle strip appreciate y'all for the watches and listening um-